you are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. we got a good Wednesday show for you. Caitlin responds to the breakup for the first time. She talked a little bit about it on her podcast that came out yesterday. She was also approached by TMZ as she landed in LAX because she's going to be part of the Golden Bachelor doing something. I've got a Golden Bachelor update. We've got a pregnancy in Bachelor Nation. And then tonight, big TV night. Wednesday nights is the big one now for me. At least if you're going by the seven days of the week, Wednesday's the biggest one because we've got Big Brother. we got Vito tonight. Also got Temptation Island and The Big D. I've watched both Temptation Island and The Big D. Got thoughts on both of those. We'll get to all that momentarily. Podcast brought to you by Earth Echo Foods and their feel-good superfood product, Cacao Bliss. Go get it right now. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve, promo code realitysteve for 15% off when you visit Earth Echo Foods. That's shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve, promo code realitysteve. Get 15% off when you visit their site. And if you don't remember the website, it's okay. It'll be in every show description. Just click on Earth Echo Foods. It brings you right to the landing page. Get your Cacao Bliss. Get your Island Bliss. Buy whatever you want there. Get 15% off using the promo code REALITYSTEVE. So obviously, Caitlin and Jason's breakup is the biggest thing happening in the Bachelor world right now. We talked yesterday about how Jason recorded the open of his podcast, his Trading Secrets podcast that had Blake Horseman and his girlfriend, Janita, on it. But Jason recorded the open after the announcement came that him and Caitlin had ended their engagement. It was a tough four minutes to listen to. He's obviously still very affected by what happened. So obviously people want to know, what does Caitlin think of everything? Two things that we got out of Caitlin yesterday. Number one was her podcast, which was clearly pre-recorded because on her podcast, she was in a studio with licensed marriage and family therapist Jenny Wise Black. But yesterday we saw Caitlin on TMZ at LAX and paparazzi got a hold of her. It was probably arranged beforehand, but whatever. It doesn't matter. She didn't give much away, but she did say some things. We'll talk about both. I'm going to play the clip from her podcast because I think it's the most interesting thing that we can take and we can actually talk about this because it's something I've talked about for years when it comes to the final couples on this show so it's about two minutes long so bear with me here but here's Caitlin on her podcast off the vine with Jenny Wise Black who is a licensed marriage and family therapist and right now where um, like I'm going through a breakup with someone I was engaged to. Now we both are public figures. We both came from the same show. We have all these followers who we've let in and we've invited them into our lives and our relationship and our home and what we're doing morning, afternoon, night. It's become part of like business, but also um, like I felt, I feel like I'm supposed to entertain. I love using my phone to entertain. And, but now I've gotten to this point where something like going through a breakup is, it's a loss. It's grief. You're going through like the thought of losing somebody, uh, all, all of these big emotions. And now these people are on the other end of this phone expecting you to share it with them while you're going through it. And then they think 
you're hiding something from us. Why wouldn't you be honest? I thought you were an open book. I thought you were this. And um, just tell us already that you guys are broken up. And I'm holding so much responsibility because I see them as this community that I've built for myself. And it is affecting my mental health so much, even though I have the logistic side of my brain that goes, these people have their own things going on. They have their own traumas. They have their own dark places. They're looking to me for an escape. Like this isn't reality. You, you have to give yourself time first before you give strangers on the internet time, no matter how much you think they're your community or family. But then my other side goes, oh my gosh, they hate me. I'm going to lose all the support and, and people are judging me and they think it's just all me and it's my fault. And, and I'm like, my brain is like, here's the log logic of everything. And then here's the emotion. And I am finding myself in the middle of that. So that was a really, really interesting quote. And it goes to what I've said for years is that I do not envy these final couples at all. It is a difficult position to be in to be a final couple from this show because you have to cultivate your own relationship. You have to get to know somebody that you barely got to know on a TV show. And you have to do it in the public eye. Now, granted, once you're off the show, Bachelor and Bachelorette, you've got three or four months, even if the spoiler is out there and people do know, it's not like they can approach you because you're never seen in public together with this person. So you've got three to four months to get to know this person, start a relationship. And then once that after the final rose airs and you can finally make that first public appearance, from that point on, you are now a public couple that everybody wants a piece of. And why do they want a piece of it? Because they just followed your whole journey on the show, so they feel like this somehow they're entitled to it. I will say this. They're not entitled to anything. I reached out to Caitlin after the breakup. I sent her an email. She hasn't responded. I don't expect her to respond, but a lot of what I'm going to say here is pretty much what I said to her. She's not entitled to give anybody anything. And if she does... Don't think that you have to overshare. Give the fans what you feel is comfortable, what makes you happy. Do not live your life for these people. I understand that you invited them into your life by going on this show, and they're invested, and they are your fans, and they pay for stuff, and they pay for a lot of the products that you, and they purchase a lot of the products that you hawk. I get it. But there is, I mean, the Game of Roses talks about it all the time. There's this parasocial relationship where I think fans take it way too far. Just because Caitlin is very open and honest with her audience, it doesn't necessarily mean she has to be that way about every single aspect of her life. You can't be mad at her because when they did announce their, make their announcement on Sunday that they were broken up, a lot of people were like, great, we've known that for a month, or it's been obvious. Why didn't you tell us earlier? Like, you're never going to please trolls like that, ever. So don't try. Do what's in your best interest. Do what makes you happy. Give the audience something that you feel is what they want or what they deserve. And if it's not what they think they deserve, that's not your problem. Live your life. Don't live it for them. And in that whole two minutes there, and on Jason's open of his Trading Secrets podcast, no, neither of them have gotten into detail quite yet about why it ended. Although, on the paparazzi TMZ clip, Caitlin kind of hinted to some things. But right now, 
I think both of them should probably go social media dark, not talk about this very much. And then when they're ready, and it certainly looks like they're going to, they're too popular in the franchise. They both have very popular podcasts. They're not not going to talk about this. Are you going to get every single detail? Are they going to go into the fights that they had or the disagreements that they had? My guess would be no, and I don't think you deserve to hear that. None of us do. But it's really hard, and I'm not like, woe is me here. I don't really know Caitlin all that well, but I've been on this earth longer than her, and I've been through shit. So I feel like firing off an email and telling her, hey, hang in there. I know this isn't easy. It was the least I could do. And like I said, I don't care if she responds to it or not. That wasn't the intention. The intention was, hey, there's a lot out there, and don't let trolls get to you. Don't lead your public life thinking that you have to please all these people because you're never going to please everybody. It's impossible. So... I thought that was really interesting that she said that. And that's basically where she's at. Because on one hand, she's like, yeah, the reason I am successful, she didn't use those words, but I mean, it's kind of what she's saying. Like, look, I'm where I'm at right now in this Bachelor Nation world because I think people like my openness. I think people like the fact that I don't hold back and I am open and I am honest and I am vulnerable with my audience. But now something major happens in my life, and as she said in the clip, they're just like, well, why didn't you tell us earlier? I thought you were open and honest all the time, you know? So that's what I mean. But that's more on the fans. That's not on her. That's the fans taking things a little bit too far. Yes, she's open and honest, and that's what you like about her. But she doesn't have to be. She only needs to be when she wants to. You can't be mad at her for not saying earlier her and Jason have ended things. Because clearly we know they had ended things before their announcement on Sunday. They didn't just make, they didn't decide to break up on Sunday and put the announcement out. Yes, it's been fairly obvious. Everybody's been talking about it. The entertainment sites have been talking about it. The chatter online, every email that I got is what's going on with Caitlin and Jason. Do you know anything? So it wasn't like it was out of left field. So that's what I mean. They have every right to take whatever time they need to take and maybe do a podcast together because it certainly looks like they're still very close and they're still very good friends. But my advice, do it on your own terms and say whatever you feel makes you happy. Do not feel that you owe the audience anything because you don't. So I want to talk about the TMZ clip where paparazzi got her at LAX, baggage claim, right outside of baggage claim. She's in L.A. because she was going to film something for The Golden Bachelor. And this is another two-minute clip, but I think that she actually talks about some stuff in regards to her relationship with Jason that I think it's not good enough for me to paraphrase it or just read it to you. Hear it out of your own mouth. Although I hate, you know how much I hate paparazzi and these leeches that just approach celebrities and just start firing rapid-fire questions at them. It's just so annoying and so invasive. Yes, a lot of these are set up by agents and stuff like that. It would not surprise me in the least bit if somebody tipped off the paparazzi that Caitlin was arriving at LAX and she'd be at this baggage claim at LAX at this time. That happens all the time. 
It's not that big of a deal. I just think that I just think the paparazzi like you can tell this guy doesn't really know. She this guy was probably sent out and been like, hey, Caitlin's arriving at this gate at this time. Go. And he kind of knows stuff, whatever he reads on the Internet. But just listen to his questions. He clearly has probably never listened to her podcast once. He's never listened to Jason's podcast once. All he knows is that they broke up and he knows about they have dogs. And that's something you can easily find on a Google search or if you just read the article about the breakup on Sunday. Oh, this guy's so annoying. But here it is, uh, Caitlin being approached yesterday um, at LAX. Let me ask you this. How are you holding up? I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Tough times? Yeah, it's tough times. I mean, the easiest part is that we respect each other and love each other and we're you just okay. grew out of love? I don't even know. I'm, I'm like, don't try and get me out of this thing. No, I'm just, I'm just asking. No, I just, uh-huh. Like, I mean, whose who's choice was it? Um, honestly, it was both of ours. It was mutual? Yeah, yeah. We, we keep saying to, you know, the, the door isn't permanently closed. That's why there's handles on it. We don't know okay. what's going on, but... So keeping it open to possibly reconciling? We're just, we just love each other, respect each other, and we don't... Any, we're sharing dogs. So uh, I was just ready to ask who gets the dogs. Oh gosh, who's up to me? Me. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you co-parenting the dogs? We're co-parenting the dogs. All right. You could even see us walking the dogs together on a Sunday. We're we're still good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. So you did come out as bisexual not too long ago. Are you open to dating a woman? Next time around. That's a, wait, how did you hear that? Oh, I guess I say it on podcast. It is. You do, you do talk about it a little bit. I'm open to just love in general, but not at any time soon. Not any time soon. No. You're going to take time for yourself? Yeah. All right. Anything else that we need to know? I mean, you look good. You happy? The, the ring? Who gets the ring? Did you give him the ring back? I mean, I haven't really even gone that far to talk about a ring. Uh-huh. But, I mean, that, he gave that to me. It's, it's, up it's to your him. ring. It's, it's up, up to him. him. It's up to him. If yeah. he wants it back. But he, I don't think he's that type of guy. He might just tell you to keep it. He's not that type of guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Never know. Okay. I, I hate the fact that this idiot is just like towards the end of the interview, or if you want to call that an interview, he's like, anything else we should know? It's like, dude, you're the one who ambushed her at the airport and just firing off. The, she doesn't owe you anything. She's lucky. You, she's you're lucky. She even spoke to you unless this was obviously planned. But look, I, she, she gave some stuff there that was more than what she said on the podcast in that the door isn't permanently closed. That's why there's handles on it. So that's going to have all the Caitlin and Jason fans hanging on to that in hopes that they reconcile. I have no idea if they're going to reconcile or not, but the fact that she said that has a, that's going to lead to a ton of people thinking that it's not over. And it might not be, but her throwing that out there, I don't know if that was the smartest thing to say because people are going to hang on to that. And if you don't get back together, they're going to use that line against her. Why did you say that it wasn't permanently closed and that's why there's handles on it? If you didn't get back, it's like, oh God, people leave her alone. Uh, the dogs, the she said it was mutual. She said she he's a great guy. You'll probably see them walking the dogs because they're in such a great place together. You know, I, I mean that's that's the first we heard of anything in terms of who broke up with who. She said it was mutual. Okay, that was interesting. Um, you know, I'm sure they will expand on it more, but. I don't know if I, it was it was tough maybe to hear Caitlin's voice in that because it was outside and it was at LAX. You could hear cars in the background. So hopefully that comes across 
and you can hear it. Uh, I'll probably turn that part of the uh, audio up louder than my voice just uh, so you can hear it. But uh, I thought it was interesting. Those were two interesting things. And like I said, this is the biggest news in Bachelor Nation going right now is is Caitlin and Jason's breakup. And um, some interesting things uh, said on both sides. Yesterday, uh, it was announced uh, Nick Vial and his fiance Natalie are having a baby. All right, moving on. Wednesday night, big night on TV. It is Big Brother tonight, also Temptation Island and the Big D. So let's start with this. Big Brother, veto tonight. I don't know any results, so don't tell me. I did not come across anything on TikTok today, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing, I saw nothing in regards to what was going on, Big Brother-wise, on my TikTok feed. Thank you, TikTok. There isn't really a whole lot to say. I've already given you my thoughts. Unless Kirsten won veto and took herself down, it certainly looks like Kirsten is going home, but because I'm not following online, I could be totally out of the loop, and there might have been a total change in the house, and somebody else, I you know, I, I talked to you yesterday about what I did see, and apparently uh, Luke made a sexist remark about beating being beaten by Riley, who's a girl, in the first HOH. So I don't know if there's just a groundswell to get Luke out now. I have no idea. We'll find out tonight. We'll talk more about Big Brother tomorrow. What I can do is preview you Temptation Island tonight and Big D. I will say this for Temptation Island. There's no drama tonight. Tonight is all overnight dates, eight overnight dates, and you pretty much know who's going with who. And that's really all it is. There's no interaction with their exes or not their exes, the people that they came to the island with. It's nothing. It is just glimpses of all eight overnight dates, what they did before they went and spent the night together, and then conversations they had after. So probably the tamest episode of the season so far of Temptation Island, so keep that in mind. However, what's not tame is what happens on the Big D tonight. I would say this is one of the more intense episodes of the season, and I'd say the biggest intensity comes from the fact that we saw at the end of last week's episode, the previous show, that the three couples remaining go back into the house and they see that all the people who have been eliminated are there and they are the ones that are going to talk to them and they are the ones that are ultimately going to decide who's what couple wins this thing. But there is some major, major tension between Casey and her husband, ex-husband Brooks. And, you know, I'll jump the gun a little bit on this and fill you in. I have already recorded an hour and a half podcast with Casey, but it has nothing to do with the show. We're going to record that once the show is over. But for those of you that don't know, Casey wrote a book that was released back in May called Cinderella Girl. And Cinderella Girl is a story of Casey's life and the life that she led up until, well, current day. And... I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here when I say Casey had one fucked up childhood and it's all depicted in the book. Now, everybody's names in the book have been, their real names have been replaced with fake names, but it's not hard to figure out who is who. I mean, she talks about, hey, my mother, and then she gives her mother a fake name in the book, but 
Um, her mother is not a good person. And I feel I can say that having read, you know, a 150-page book. Not a good woman. Treated Casey like shit. And it kind of shaped the type of men and the type of relationships and what Casey put up with in relationships. It is a fascinating, fascinating read. You are going to feel that the person you saw on television, you're going to be like, whoa, I had no idea. And you didn't. I mean, why would you? You didn't know who Casey was until the Big D started airing. And as I always say, my biggest thing about doing podcasts and the reason why I want to do podcasts and talk to reality show contestants is everybody's got a story. And Casey Costa has one of the biggest stories out there that nobody knows about. Unless you've read her book, unless you follow her on TikTok or social media, maybe you've heard some things here and there. The book explains it all. My hour and a half podcast with her. Even more detail. And it is gut-wrenching at times. I will tell you that. Now, that's going to air after I have Casey on once the show is over. Because I don't know the results of the show. I've been in contact with Casey, obviously, recorded a podcast together. I never asked her. I don't want to know what happens. I don't know if I don't want to know if she won this thing. But going into tonight, you will see not only is her mom. Well, her mom's role in tonight's show, everybody gets to talk to somebody from family. They get them on a Zoom call. Her mom on the Zoom call doesn't really do it doesn't do anything wrong here. Um it's the return of Brooks and Brooks is quite toxic and Brooks has a very strong stranglehold on Casey and her life. And he uses that to his advantage a lot and he takes advantage of it a lot. You'll see it some in the episode tonight. You'll hear all about it. If you ever read her book, Cinderella girl, which you can get on Amazon and you'll definitely hear more about it on the podcast. Brooks is not a good guy. I hate to say that about somebody I've never talked to and I don't know. And you could be saying, well, Steve, this is what Casey's. This is just Casey's side of things. I'd, I'd, I'd implore you to read the book. And I'd implore you to listen to the podcast coming out in a few weeks before you make that statement. So Brooks's return really triggers Casey. And it's not because he just shows up. It's the things that he says and the things that he does. It's very intense. Almost to the point where having spoken to her for 90 minutes, I was getting frustrated watching the scene because I know what this guy does to her. And it's bad. So it's a really intense episode tonight. It's a really good episode tonight. And then next week is the finale for Big D. So we'll talk about it all tomorrow. Um, and I just wanted to share that with everyone to, so you know. Um, that 90 minutes I recorded with Casey was right after I finished reading her book because I wanted to get it in the can because if I would have waited, I would have forgot a lot of the stuff that I read. So I wanted to do it right away. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I cannot begin to tell you like, it's just like, Oh, didn't get a lot of love from her family or something like that. It, it goes way, way deeper than that. And it's a testament to. I, I almost applaud her for how she's been able to get back up on her feet after that childhood, after a divorce from Brooks, and be where she is now. 
I, I just have to applaud her. I, I just, I think a lot of people will be rooting for her too. Not to win the show or anything, but just rooting for her in life. If you read the book or listen to the podcast, it's, it's amazing. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review if you can. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. And then in two hours from now, reader emails will be up on the site. We've got about, I think, 10 to 15 this week. So some good reader email questions for you. That'll be up on the site, realitysteve.com, in a couple hours. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!